Hello there, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm delighted to spend this hour with you, and I just want to thank you for reserving this time to spend with me so we can talk all about those stories you are writing or those stories, real life ones that you're creating for the upcoming year. I had just a great time last week with y'all talking about the comeback kid. And I just want to say thank you for the notes you wrote to me because it really helped me shape this week's show. I'm finding that sometimes we offer a topic and then questions come in either at the tail end of the show or even the next day sometimes, because you know, we have an encore show every Friday. So if you miss this one on Thursdays at 4 Pacific or 7 p.m. Eastern, you can catch the Friday show 6 a.m. Pacific or 9 a.m. Eastern. And sometimes that's when the questions come in. So great questions. I'll be reading some of them today, but it sort of helped me decide that while we opened up the topic of the comeback kid last week, and you know, you know what that's about, the the whole notion in movies and stories where that protagonist is making their way back. They're heroically falling into your your living room and keeping you on the edge of the seat, everything that they're doing. It's almost like they're there with you and you're relating deeply because maybe there's a comeback kid inside of you in some way, shape or form. We're going to go a little deeper today and we're going to talk about the five steps to plotting your best year. So we're going to kind of hang out on the the tales of last week's show, but just take it a bit deeper so you can see how this helps you step into a new year just feeling really confident no matter how this year went or how the last few years have gone. Or maybe even everything was going great and last week was terrible. We're, we're going to get you on your feet. And there's all these techniques that writers use when they're formulating their stories. Whether that be comedic stories that you watch on television. Or if they're fictional stories you read in books. There, There's... All kinds of techniques we we offer, we being the teachers of writing, we offer them so that you can get into the character and the tension and, and the drama of what's going on. And what I think is really interesting is that when when you study all that and you have some sort of relationship to journaling, you can use creative writing skills to write your own story, your own life story. You can use them 
to help yourself get all set up for the upcoming year and to do it really well. I think most of us believe that there's just circumstances always just soaring around us and that they're controlling the way our life goes. What if it wasn't that way? What if actually we have more say in the way the upcoming year is going to go for us? What if we actually plotted things out and put some technique to use and then kind of stood back, let go of any hunger for a very, very specific outcome, and we really watched how things unfolded and how our desires were delivered to us. Many of you know I teach workshops on the vision board, and I include these in a lot of my fiction writing and memoir writing classes. When you are working with a vision, you are able to be more creative and influential in the story you want, as opposed to just having it kind of smack you around or be the result of what life brought your way. You want to be the creator in your story. So we're going to get talking about that. And if you have a question, you're welcome to call in today. We have the phone lines open and the number is one 888 298-5569. I probably will shut the phone lines down at the middle of the show today because we do have a fair number of written in questions. And I want to make sure we get to all of those. So I'm going to give you to half past the hour to give me a call. And if I don't hear from you, I'm going to work on these written questions here. I want to also just say thank you to those of you who have signed up for my newsletter. That's at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y coachdebbie.com. When you go to my website, it will ask if you would like to be one of my newsletter subscribers. And by doing so, I can send you all the latest and greatest information. And the latest and greatest thing that's happening right now is that I'm offering an inner circle subscription And the average price of this is only $37 a month. So if you pay for the full annual subscription right up front, it will average out to $37 a month. And that is my early bird special offered to you right now. And my way of reaching that toward you and making sure it gets in your inbox is if you reach toward me and sign up for the newsletter. So once again, just go to coachdebbie.com and sign up. 
That's D-E-B-B-Y. So you might want to want know what is the Inner Circle subscription. And I promise you, right after our first break, we're going to start talking a little about that. And I'm even going to tell you, this this is kind of confidential still at this point. This hasn't gone out in the newsletter yet. But I'll be telling you here, because you are listening in, I'll be telling you about my author's mastermind. I haven't offered this for a few years now, but I really sat down and looked at how I could revamp it and make it really exciting for 2023. So I'll be telling you about that as well. Let's take a look, though, at your vision for 2023 and how you can use some writing techniques to start to plot your way into the new year. Now, you might say plot. Am I supposed to remember what that is? Basically, a plot is whatever a story is about. A plot, it's the central idea of what the story is about. I've been watching Jerry Seinfeld again lately, and I decided this time to watch it from the very first episode all the way through, just to get my giggles in and keep my mood lively while we go into winter. I mean, today it's a gorgeous day in Seattle, but you might know that there are days in the winter that aren't so pretty in Seattle where we have more rain than anything else. And a girl like me needs a little comedy. Well, Jerry Seinfeld is masterful at plots. And what I mean is that he takes just a really basic idea, like what would it be like for uh, Jerry to lose his watch and have his uncle find it? What what kind of story could be written around that? That's just a, a basic plot, losing something and then your family member finds it. But for 30 minutes, he entertains us with all the twists and turns that the characters go through. However, when you are plotting out your own real live adventure, while while it's fun to have ways you can escape at the end of the day into a little comedy, when when you're really working on your own real life story, you've got to have some realistic tools to work with. But I also think you need to adopt a little storytelling into it. So you might use a little comedy. You might say to yourself, well, the main plot of my year coming up next year is I have a desire to, oh, I don't know, maybe I want to buy a house. Maybe that's the main, shall we say, plot or premise of your year coming up. Maybe you're looking into the new year and you're saying, hmm, I, I feel my, my natural clock working. I think in the new year, I want to have a baby. 
And that's the premise, the plot of what you're going to work on in the new year. Honestly, it could be anything. Maybe you want to fall in love. Maybe you want to go on a month-long summer vacation. Maybe you want to write your first book. Maybe you want to travel to 20 cities. Maybe you want to make a million bucks. It's as simple as that. A plot is something you can say in a sentence. What was the plot? Oh, she made a million bucks. Oh, she figured out how to how to go on a month-long summer vacation. What was it all about? That's where the character and the tension and the conflict and all that stuff starts to play out. First, you got to have a plot. You got to have something you really desire to happen. Jerry Seinfeld, he writes these, they're probably 22 minutes. That's a that's an average time frame of a sitcom and then you throw in your commercials. He has a plot for every 22-minute sitcom. But what if you had a whole year to ensure that that thing you want to happen will happen and that you are going to be the screenplay writer of that? Now, you might not be able to control every last detail. You might not be able to control every single character. You might not be able to control all of the tension or all of the drama. But if you begin with a real strong desire, as we talked about last week in The Comeback Kid, we talked about being hungry. If you're hungry for that plot that you want, if you're hungry for it, nine times out of ten, If you can create a vision, you will likely see that plot unfold. But here's some real magic. If you can create and hold the vision, I really mean keep it front and center and keep your eyes focused on it as you move into your next year. The law of, what is it? The law of vibration, I believe says it will come to pass. And if you talk to people, regardless of what sort of plot, let's say, they were going after, whether it was having a baby, whether it was building a business, even if it was they wanted to acquire a million dollars, people that hold that vision, that focus, They will tell you outstanding stories of how it all came to be. They'll tell you the things they didn't have any control over, but they'll also tell you that by way of focus, all kinds of things that they really, really didn't have any answers for unfolded. Maybe they didn't control the timeline exactly. Maybe they didn't control all the people that came and went. But they found that the plot, the thing they wanted, manifested, happened. And so today, we're going to work on that. We're going to look at how you can go from rags to riches Because that's probably a story that a lot of you are familiar with. 
We're going to look at the idea of how you would transform or have basically what we would call a rebirth. We're going to look at the redemption story, the good versus evil, how you overcome that. These are all stories that writers create and writers create the endings of them as well. What you're going to find as you stick with me today is that you have created certain stories in your life and you didn't even know you were doing it. You were using the exact same skills that creative writers use. The ones that I teach in my writer's mastermind and some of the ones that I teach right here and that I'm even going to go into more in depth with if you decide to join me in the Inner Circle subscription, which is available in the upcoming year. So that's a lot to think about, but we're going to go deeper. Stay tuned. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach, D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I am delighted that you are spending this hour with me. We are talking today about the steps you can take to build your best year. For some people, your best year is going to include a massive upscaling in your income. For some of you, it's going to include a wonderful month off in the summer. Some of you, it's going to be going beyond and and creating a baby or a new love. Or for some of you, uh, I have a client right now, Tara, who is doing a project around home renovation, taking what was her family's old home. It's in a kind of a historic neighborhood in the East, and they are renovating it, making it into a all new, um, what do you call that? Flap? Uh, oh, I can't remember. It's a very, very, it's a very, very common theme for craftsmen. Mm, I can't think of the word right now, but they're, they're upscaling this home and they're preparing it to put it on the market for $2 million. And this was a home 
that has been in her family since 1910. So very, very, very exciting stories. When you put your mind to having your best year, you can carve it out. You can be the creator of it. In Tara's situation, I think we should um, just look at how people do this. For some people like her, it's this rags to riches model where maybe in your generation or the previous or the one before that, there was a real, real difficult time or a real, real financial struggle for a character. Could be you, could be your folks, could be your grandparents. But in this story, there is at least one person, very possibly you, that has a dream of turning that into a story of riches. And it is by focusing on what they want, not what they will do, but what they want that begins the story. So in Tara's situation, what she wants is to turn her family's homestead into a $2 million sale. That's what she wants. The how can't happen until you know what you want. And I know that sounds backwards. Often we think we have to know how in order to really, really clarify what we want. What I've learned from my coaches, from my teachers, from family members that have gone before me, what I've learned even from looking back on many of my own situations where things just seem to organically work out is that the knowing of what we wanted came before the how we're going to do it. So I want to reassure you that you don't have to know how. If there's something you really want, the how will start to line up if you can really claim what you really want. If you are tired of the rags and you want to go to riches and you know what it is you would like, you can see something like, I'd like to turn the family home into a $2 million sale. That's getting real specific. After that, you can start to get real general about how you might step into that. If you can do that, the help is going to start to show up. It's amazing how these things happen. And maybe we'll go just a little deeper into Tara's story in just a little bit. Another framework that you might use is what we call the, the total rebirth. It's a, it's a transformational story. Again, we're kind of piggybacking on what we talked about last week, how you come back. But when you transform yourself or you have some sort of rebirth, it's almost like you believe there's some sort of monster or hang up 
inside of you that has kept you from what you really want. Uh, I know, I know someone that really felt (laughs) for a lot of years of her life, she just really felt like she was ordinary, nothing special about her. And she even told me that she didn't think she would ever marry, that she was just someone that blended in. Nothing about her stood out. I didn't see her that way. Yet when a person sees themselves that way, it can be very, very hard to believe there's anything in your future. Without saying her first name, I don't think that's important, I would like to tell you that in her 40s, she did marry. She also had a baby. She also moved out of the country. That was something she desired. She also started teaching English in another country. Her husband, who is a pilot, started flying her to cities that he was in. So she got to start seeing the world and their young child was going with them. It's been some years since I've talked to her, but I remember how she went from that story of being stuck in this idea of I'm so ordinary and treating it like it was her monster, her thing that she was never going to get beyond to meeting a man, a pilot, who she saw as very ordinary as well, but he had he had this ability to dream, and she loved being in his presence, and she loved the way he thought. And a lot of that rubbed off on her to the extent that she started creating a life that she didn't think was in the cards for her. Now, you've seen all kinds of stories similar to that in books, in movies, on the screen. But what is interesting is how is it we start to transform that little monster that says you can't have what you want because you're ordinary, you're dull, you're boring, your whatever, whatever that monster says to you. How do you step into that? You don't step into it with, this is how I will transform it. I will meet a pilot and he will have conversations with me and we will date. And you don't, you don't start there. You start with a really simple statement like, I would like in this upcoming year to do some online dating and meet someone for me. Or you might start it with, I would like in the upcoming year to have a baby. Now in her situation, the gal I was just telling you about, she didn't even have the man all figured out yet. But she knew she had a hunger inside of her to have a baby. The only way she was going to transform that little monster story is if she was willing to step into a vision 
for the upcoming year. And the vision she was into was online dating. Now to her, I I had told her some of my own Coach Debbie stories about online dating. And one of the things she said to me was, do you think an ordinary person like me can do some online dating? I didn't see any reason why anyone on the planet can't do online dating. It's just a wonderful way to meet someone that you probably wouldn't meet if you didn't have the guts to go online. I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think everyone should try it. But she had this, um, I'm going to call it a desire to know what's that like. She felt like this was a safer way to go than to, honestly, to ask her friends to sort of refer her. She thought she could invent herself with someone that was brand new to her. Now, she had no idea she'd meet a pilot. She had no idea that she even wanted to leave the country and do as much traveling as she's done. But she knew she wanted to fall in love and she knew she wanted a baby. And all of that happened quite quickly by formulating a vision that it was possible and moving out of the idea that an ordinary girl, as she saw herself, could have true love. She went through a transformation from seeing herself as ordinary into seeing herself as someone that deserved love and wanted a baby. And that's exactly what happened for her. There's this other kind of story too. We've got the rags to riches story We've got one just like what I told you, the transformation, total rebirth story. But we've also got that redemption, good and evil story. And this is often where a person feels like there's a certain defeat that's got to happen in order for them to get to their desire. There's, there's something they have to go face-to-face with. And it could be that a good or an evil really exists in their world, like maybe they've attracted a bully. Or it, it again, it could be a mind thing. But always, in the story of redemption... There has to be enough guts and enough risk-taking to never, ever identify with that old core belief of the evil that the other person was really seeing in their own mirror. This can be really a challenge for people because most of us, If we've been believing for a long time that like the bully in our life is someone we deserved, if we believe that this evil energy came about because we think we did something evil and it's payback time, there's going to take a lot of courage to step out of that, 
to step forward and say, no, I'm actually not evil. No, I had the wrong belief about myself. No, I don't have to live with this bully anymore. That's just one kind of redemption story. When you're willing to step up and above being the ugly one in your own life, being that evil, ugly energy in your own life, and say, you know, I'm not that. I didn't bring this on for myself. I'm not stuck with my lot in life. I can do more, be more, have more. And then when you're able to say, what would that more be? When you're able to get it down into some sort of plot, some sort of one sentence idea, you are now opening up the floodgates for all the how to meet you at that front door. So if you can say, I want to redeem this idea that I'm an evil person and I deserve that bully in my life. I want to redeem myself from this. And actually, in the upcoming year, I want to up-level to a new job where I'm in service. That's who I am. That's what I want to be. When you can see some sort of vision, even if you don't know where is it I'm going to go to work, who is it that wants me to work for them, what exactly are the skills that I'm going to offer, even if you don't have that, if that desire is, is rich inside of you, if the vision of a new job starts to formulate in front of you, that you want this, the hows, how will I do it? The hows are going to start to show up in front of you. One thing I want to now warn you about is that whether your story is a rags to riches or whether it's a total rebirth or whether it's a good and evil you're going to need to take on some really important skills that I teach people in my author's mastermind. And these skills are about dealing with tension, about how to keep your focus, about claiming your point of view. We're going to go into this in the, in the next section of our show today. But I also, even though I go really deep with this in the author's mastermind, for those that are really investing in themselves, getting into some book writing or really transforming their upcoming years, if you want to start tapping into this next year on a real no-brainer level, and what I mean by this is it's only $37 a month you can join the Inner Circle subscription. And this is going to get you invitations to come to a monthly and fun Zoom meeting where we all get to meet each other and just really talk about some of these stories 
the rags to riches, the rebirth, the goods, the evils, and how we are stepping into the new year. You're going to get some group coaching from me on how to do this. It's fun. A lot of people think, oh, I've never done that before. That sounds scary. Well, it does sound scary if you've never done it before, but I promise you, we have a lot of fun. We also go to book readings of uh, the authors that I bring to the show, other authors visiting here. We, I send out invitations so that you can be part of the inner circle and have some VIP gatherings. We do this at wineries. We do this at some of the more boutique restaurants downtown. And we even do it at fun uh, burger and fry places right in the middle of the city. If this sounds like fun to you, if you'd like to be receiving these inner circle invitations, just consider that subscription. It's an annual subscription. And you hear about it either by writing to me directly And that's Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Or just head on over to the website and sign up for the newsletter. And you'll learn all about it. And the the website is CoachDebbie.com. D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. All right, we are talking about something really, really important, and that is up-leveling your life by using some of these skills in plotting story that fiction writers use, creative nonfiction writers use. We're going to go even deeper when we come back after this break, so stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thanks so much for joining me today. We're looking at these great skills that fiction writers use to develop plot. And what we're doing is we're using those skills to go into 2023. Now, if you have been to any of my vision board little workshops, I can tell you that every single person, okay? We have 100%. Every single person 
that went through the workshop and the coaching that followed got their vision. And even when I have done the vision boarding along with them, which is no different than working out the plot of a story, when I have done that, I have found that my vision either happened in the time frame that I wanted it to happen in, or it happened a lot faster, and I got an outcome that was even better. They work. <laughs> they work over and over again. I hope they have worked for you and given you a certain faith to move forward with them. It doesn't matter if you are someone that identifies with the plot of rags to riches, or if you identify with the plot of completely transforming who you've been to who you want to be, or if you're that person that is more or less dealing with some sort of redemption story, getting yourself out of the dynamics of the evil and really, really understanding that there always was more good here than you could see. And by following that path of good, that plot, that thing that you want so badly is within your arm's reach now. And it is probably moving toward you without you having to take strenuous effort to make it happen. It all starts with having a really general notion of what that plot is. For example, I want to write a book. That, that is starting on your plot. I want to write a book for 2023. That could be the central premise of your vision board, your creation. Yours could be, I want to tour 20 cities with my new book next year. That's getting a little more specific. What if, what if you said, I am ready to go on my book tour? Ah, now that can really happen. And I'm not saying that you won't get 20 cities on your book tour. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you don't necessarily want to start being that specific. You want to start with the non-negotiable, right? I'm writing my book next year. That's a non-negotiable. I'm going on a book tour next year. That's a non-negotiable. I'm buying a house next year. That's a non-negotiable. You, you want to have this strong inner desire. And like we talked about last week in the comeback kid, you don't necessarily have to know how, but it's got to be that general feeling of, I know this desire is part, if not my main focus for the upcoming year. I'm committed to it. I'm holding it in my vision. When I take people through this, I'm not kidding. I've had a hundred percent success rate. I even think I'm going to try and dedicate a page, side note, a page on my website 
of people that have done it because they are some miraculous stories. Now, I want to tell you how we get in the way of working with our plots. And some of this rose up because I received your questions last week, and I'm really grateful for them. Uh, We talked a little bit about Tara. Uh, James said here that one of the hardest things about him being a comeback kid in his own story, I'm just going to read you this little thing he says here. I know I can't control the people in my life, and I think this is where I have the hardest time. Whether you call that codependency or something else, what am I to do, and how do I get them out of my way? All right, so for James, what I want to say here is, regardless of what that plot is that you're seeing for the next upcoming year, you won't be able to control the characters. It's true in fiction writing. It's true in nonfiction writing. It's true in in screenplays. You, as, as the main character, you don't get to control it. Who controls it? The writer. So I say this because the writer is like God. The writer decides exactly where the story is going to go. So you might be thinking, James, well, how does this work now in my own life where I have something I want to do? Now, I didn't, I didn't ask James if I could talk in depth about the details in his letter. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to take something even more general. James has a a business idea. So I'm just going to really make it very general. If James was to say, I want to start a new business, that's, that's exactly how you begin. Now, what he's worried about is he's not going to be able to control all the people. Here's my advice. Since you can't, as the main character in your own story, control all the people, you're going to have to play, now Now, hear me out on this, you're going to have to play the role of God or the role of writer, the all-knowing one, the omnipresent one, and you're going to have to decide what are your boundaries. What are the boundaries you have in place regarding this new business you want to create. Because if it was just a screenplay, you could have all the characters involved do exactly what you want. Since it's your real life and you are the main character, you need to have boundaries in place so that your no means no. And that when you want to have opportunity When you want to say yes, you position yourself so that you can. What does this do? Well, all stories have tension. And this is how you control a certain level of tension in your real life. Just like we started talking about 
in the Comeback Kid episode last week, you've got to have some non-negotiables. You've got to be really hungry for the vision of what you want in the next year. And you've got to have boundaries in place. If you put a vision on a board in front of you with words and images, James and everyone, it's going to start to become clear what those non-negotiables are and what those boundaries are and how you want to move forward. And the other hows, where are those people going to come from that help you? That stuff starts to show up because you have clear boundaries around it. I can tell you very briefly that I did a vision board in the springtime of this year. It was actually June. And my friends Don and Marsha came over. They did their own. And we all achieved a certain level of success very quickly with our vision boards. Mine was around wanting to host a Hawaiian retreat. Now, here's what's interesting. If I had done a vision board on a Hawaiian retreat, I would tell you that absolutely everything was a success regarding that vision board. The only, only thing that I did differently is I wanted to host a Hawaiian retreat. But here's what happened. Something better. Instead, I got to be a visiting teacher at a Hawaiian retreat, and I didn't have to do all the things a host has to do. And let me tell you, it's a long, 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 long list. So while I didn't manifest word for word what I said I was going to manifest, I manifested something better. I did the vision board in June. I was at the retreat in September. That whole thing came fast and none, none of the hows. How am I going to get there? How am I going to know where to stay? How am I going to know exactly what to teach? How this, how that? None of that, none of that was worked out while I was putting the vision board together. But all of that gets worked out as you continue to focus on it. Let's, um, ooh, we're, we're running close to the end of the show here. I really want to encourage you to think about the Inner Circle subscription because if you like this, you'll get to work in communities where we do things just like this and you'll get to see it because it's on Zoom. You'll get to ask questions. Loads of fun. But let me just take you through a couple more questions that came in during the week. So we also have Jackie who says, it's really difficult for me to understand how to be the comeback kid because I'm always trying to overcome my past struggles. Struggles? Struggles? She must mean struggles. (laughs) I'm always trying to overcome my past struggles and not bring them with me. All right. This is an excellent question. Because your vision board, you taking that new plot 
that you want to see in your upcoming years, it doesn't matter what your struggles have been. Your vision is not about what has been. In a rags to riches story, the story is about moving toward the riches. It is not about focusing and focusing and focusing and focusing on the rags. You don't want to create more rags. That is the short answer, Jackie. You won't create more struggles if your focus is on the future and what you're identifying with and seeing and visioning into the future and not on the old story, the old story. Finally, I'm just going to slip in this last question here from Lori, and this is a good one. What if I am so spent right now in terms of time management and I don't feel like I'm very productive even when I do have a lot of free time? All right, here's the trick. Just like an author, you've got to claim that your point of view the way you see your vision, the way you work with your plot is the working plot. Lori, what I'm saying here is it doesn't matter how productive you've been, just like in our last one, how much struggle there's been. That stuff doesn't matter. It's about claiming, claiming the identity of what you want and where you're going. This is so key. And we do lots of this fun, fun stuff in the Inner Circle subscription. It averages to $37 a month. It's a one-year subscription. You get all sorts of free invitations to do fun things with me and the community. In addition, I will be offering an author's mastermind in the upcoming year. The early bird special is on. And to sign up for that, go to Coach Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com, and you will get the news in the newsletter. So thank you for listening last week and giving me ideas for this week. More to come in the upcoming week. Keep your focus nice and clear. See you next week, my friends. Namaste.